Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Risen Church Podcast. This is Alexis, and um, I'm super excited to give you the word this week. Um, It is Monday, October 18th, and um, today I am going to do just a quick word between 15 to 20 minutes, just depending on what comes out. Um, But there will be more tacked on to this one, I'm sure, after this is uploaded. Um, So last week... um, I talked about who we are trusting and who we're putting our trust in. Um, This week is going to be the actual part two to conviction because I did conviction part one um, probably about a month ago. And it's time for me to start doing week two and tacking on as God deems necessary. Um, So first, I'm going to actually start with just a prayer, a quick prayer. Um, Lord, I just pray that you would use me as your vessel as I speak this today. Um, I'm not sure what it is that you want to say in this moment, but I just pray that you would use me in whatever way you need to, to get the point across and to touch someone's heart in this moment. Um, I just pray that you would have your hand over this message and that whoever needs to hear it will hear it, um, by your divine intervention and your grace over our lives. Okay. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Okay. So conviction part (laughs) so week one we talked about how conviction feels what it feels like to be convicted and um you know what conviction is designed to do as a believer in our walk with god and basically conviction is not going to feel um that pleasant it's going to feel a little bit um depending on where you're at in your walk it could feel a little bit like condemnation Um, but there is that there is that line between um conviction and condemnation they're two very different things, and um, it's important that we understand that and have that under our tool belt when we're walking um, with Jesus, because this can be easily mis- misinterpreted, and the enemy can use it against you. Um, and unfortunately, that happens a lot in our walks, um, and it's happened to me plenty, plenty, plenty of times where it's been conviction, but I've felt like it's condemnation. <clears throat> and this could be an area of your life where you need to repent um, ask for guidance or anything. Um, and if it's conviction about something that you're not too familiar with, pray for guidance on it, pray for clarity, pray for, um, your eyes to be open and for revelation to come, because that's where God's going to show you what part of your life exactly needs to change and what part of your life could use more of him and his grace and his mercy. Um, and any part of our life that we let God into, it's going to flourish regardless. And, um, So today I'm going to be talking about, um, and I was driving on my lunch break and, um, God said, when you, when you give this message, I want you to tell them who I am. And I got, I remember I just smiled and it was like, once we understand who God is and what his goal is and who he is as a father, it changes the perception, the perception that we have on the conviction that we're going to feel when we're walking And, um, depending on how we see our father and how we, um, have a relationship with him will determine how we take our conviction. And so with that being said, we all know that God is a good, good father. You know, is God good all the time or when's God good all the time? You know, all those, um, religious type of, you know, 
sayings and it's kind of like common knowledge like god god is good all the time um which he is he is good he's always good but it's become more of a um like a routine in religion where we know he's good um we are supposed to quote unquote trust that he's good um but we don't really see it or we don't we haven't really um experienced it for ourselves and uh, I feel like God is encouraging you to reach out into those places and let him show you his goodness. Um, and this can be in any aspect of your life. It can be in your finances. It can be in your relationships. It can be in your job. It can be in your calling, your purpose, what you're here to do on earth while you're here. These are all demonstrations of God's goodness and God's love for us um, because he never leaves us hanging. He never leaves us and takes, you know, he never abandons his kids. And this is just, this is just, you know, you're taught this typically in Bible school or Sunday school or whatever. We're usually taught that God is good and he's never going to leave us nor forsake us. And I am going to end up doing a part three on conviction. And I feel it already. I don't know if it's going to be next week or when it's going to happen. But I feel like there is a lot to say and it's going to have to be in more than just 10, 15 minutes. Excuse me. So, um, with that being said, I'm sorry, my voice is like crackling and stuff. Like I have a little bit of congestion and I feel like when I talk, I sound like super nasally sometimes. So I'm sorry ahead of time. Um, but when we see God as, and here's part of the religious structure that we've been taught. Um, when we see God as being uh, like a lot of people will say, you know, if you do such and such, um, you know, God hates this, God hates that, you know, there, and there is stuff in the Bible that says God does not like these things and this upsets God and this is not what you're supposed to do, which is accurate. Um, but here's the thing, God is, he's righteous. Absolutely. God has standards. Absolutely. He loves his kids and he wants the best for us. Absolutely. He is not evil. He is not mean. He is not a deity in the sky who waits to condemn you and waits to make you feel bad for your decisions and your flesh. That is not who God is. And we all struggle with that. And I've struggled with that, especially because I've always wondered, you know, why would God let me go through this? Why would God let me go through that? And is there going to be a point where God just is, you know, lets me go or anything that would symbolize that God is someone who he is not. And when we realize and we can step into the fact that God is not an abandon, he's not, I was going to say an abandoner. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> he's not someone that's going to leave us. He's not someone who's going to hurt us. He's not someone who is untrustworthy. He's someone who we can lean and depend on and actually have a steady and healthy relationship with him. And when we realize who he is and his characteristics and that he is actually a good, good father and he is the perfect parent, he's not just a good dad. He is the perfect parent. And we have all, we already have such a distorted view of parents. And if you came from a traumatic or a rough childhood, or, um, you've had abuse in your in your household or you've been hurt, you have one parent who struggles, one parent who doesn't, both parents are absent, whatever situation you may have, um, it can greatly affect how we see our father in heaven and the relationship that we have with him, which makes things harder 
Um, but it's not impossible to fix those points of view on how we see God. Um, we can see God as, you know, he's looking to punish us or maybe we're, we're not wanting to tell him certain things about our lives because we're afraid he'll get upset or we're, we're afraid, we're afraid that we're not going to be pleasing in his sight. Um, and that's also a very common reaction. And that's exactly how I was feeling. Um, I'm not saying that my dad and I's relationship was toxic or anything. My dad and I had a really good relationship, but I was often scared to share certain things because I was afraid of the reaction that I would get. And that often determined how open I was with God. And it, it, I've broken out of that now, but it's taken a lot, a lot of time. And it's going to take time for us to break the chains and break the curses that have been placed um, by the enemy, whether it's, you know, generational curses of how we see our parents, how our relationship is with our parents and our family, um, and how it pertains to our relationship and our um, friendship with God and the Holy Spirit. So the thing is, when we see God we kind of have this, it's, it's very, um, I know for me at first it was very surface level and my relationship with him was very one-sided. I always felt like, um, I always felt like I was praying and I wasn't getting any response. I always felt like I was giving, but I wasn't receiving anything back. I always felt like, um, I was talking to him, but maybe he wasn't listening. So like, there's a lot of one-sidedness when it comes to, um, you know, just starting your walk, just starting your relationship, just starting to see um, what it's like to to talk to God, because it's all very new. And it's very, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but it's, it's foreign. And when we realize, Holy Spirit, help me on this one. When we realize that God's intention for us is to be close with him and loving and we are to be one with him and his goal is for us to be closer to him and actually love there is a genuine love that is exchanged um between the father and his kids and that's all he's wanting he wants us to spend time with him he wants us to have that closeness that bond that relationship um but we first have to kind of understand where we came from and how a healthy relationship is supposed to take place with God and how it's not going to look similar to how our relationships here on earth look um, because they're not going to look the same. And people are going to wonder, um, you know, how, do, how can you have a relationship with, you know, a being you know, God, I know a lot of people have asked questions and they're not entirely sure how that's possible, but, um, we, we are going to show people that it is possible to have, um, a robust relationship with him. And it is possible to find grace and mercy, um, and salvation in God. And, um, he is so loving and patient with us that he, he will take whatever time we need to, and he will reveal to us that he is different and he will show us lovingly that he is not the same as the people who have hurt us in the past. 
And I think that's one of the many amazing things about God is that he's always so patient with us. Um, so next week, for sure, um, and maybe I will post another um, little tag on to this one on Wednesday, which would be, what, the 20th? Um, so I might do that as well, just to kind of add on a little bit more understanding and probably a little bit more length onto what I'm trying to say now, because there definitely needs to be a little bit more explanation. Um, so I will post more on Wednesday. Um, I feel like God's kind of nudging me to do that right now. So I'm going to put a reminder in my phone and I'm going to upload another, um, another word on, on Wednesday about this too. So it'll be part two to the part two. Um, so I'm going to do that. This is a very dense subject and this is something that is going to take time to understand and it's going to take a lot of prayer, a lot of fasting, um, a lot of a really focusing on um, how we want our relationship with God to look because it's only going to look the way we want it to if we let it. So if we want our relationship to grow and flourish and we want to be blessed and we want to honor God, um, that's how our relationship's going to, it's going to flourish. It's going to be beautiful. Um, but if we're only willing to get surface level with God, it's only going to get surface level. Um, he does knock. He is a gentleman. He will knock, but he will not barge in to your, <laughs> all the areas of your life. If you're not willing, um, cause we, we have that choice. We're able to just shut down. So, um, next week that's, or not next week on Wednesday, that's something I'm going to pick apart a little bit more. Um, and break down um, to a more digestible level um, because this is this is very um, this is a more intense type of word. So um, I will jump back on. I hope everyone is doing well. You know, there's a lot of fear going on in our world right now with where we're at um, in our government, in politics. Um, you know, I don't typically like to talk about those subjects, but it feels like. The enemy is really placing fear in a lot of different people right now. And this is going to be something that, you know, we touch on later too um, in a later sermon series. But for now, um, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you're staying safe. I hope that you're um, clinging to God and his truth and not just flailing around um, in the middle of all the chaos um, without your anchor because your anchor is Jesus and he he's going to hold you down like nobody else can. And I'll tell you what, when I am in a time of fear and worry and anxiety, my first reaction used to be, <laughs> okay, used to be to, um, to hide it or I would, uh, distract myself so that I wasn't facing the problem head on. Um, and it's still sometimes my go-to reaction. However, now my, my, my safe place I take refuge in the Lord um, because he is my safe place. He is my anchor and he will never leave nor forsake me. And he has never been wrong yet. And he has never let me down yet. So um, a little word of encouragement for the week. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you very much if you've been a consistent supporter of Risen Church. Um just a little FYI, I do have a separate Spotify account. Uh, my first one, I had to use a different um, platform, which kind of sucks because, you know, the first 
three sermons are on that platform, um, on that one Spotify account. And now I have to use a different one, um, due to some technical issues. So now I'm using this other one. Um, I will post the link to the new one in the Facebook page and in the Instagram page. If you're not already following, um, Instagram is risen church fam, F A M. And then Facebook is risen church. And we all have the same logo, um, for all of the different platforms. So if you want to give us a follow, like anything, um, that's always welcome and supported and encouraged. Um, you can also email, um, I'll put the email in Spotify. Um, thank you so much for supporting. Um, this is definitely a brand new church and God is going to take this somewhere where, um, I'm just so excited to see it flourish. And, um, you know, we're, we're on a road right now. We're on a roll. I say we, but it's really just me. (laughs) I think it's so funny. I'm like, we, like, who am I talking about? Like, it's literally just me. (laughs) I have support of friends and family, so I can't, you know, I can't say that it's just me. Um, but I am the only one behind the, the Facebook accounts, the Instagram, um, all the social networking, I'm the only one behind it right now until, um, God kind of pushes this and, you know, we're, we're seeing where it goes right now, but thank you so much for supporting, listening, and, um, I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Bye.